All right. Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast live. Well, not live. We are live together. Jamie is the special intern just for Jamie Eisenberg. This is Will Brinson. I'm your host. It's the daily CBS Sports NFL podcast. I'm sorry to report that for the first time, we almost made it an entire year, and then I effed up, and I didn't send the right file in on Wednesday, and so we missed an episode, and I'm truly sorry for that, podcast listeners. But good news, I got Brady Quinn and Jamie Eisenberg here with me right now. We're going to bang out a show, and then Pete Briscoe is going to sit down after he uh, does whatever Pete does. He's going number one. It's definitely number one. It's number one. It's the seventh time he's gone since I got in here at like 11. Well, yeah, he's old. He's probably got wow. prostate issues. Let's just be honest, all right? 100%. Yeah. I was That's saying that Pete, at. like, I had to get up at 4.05 this morning to get to make my flight. Humble brag. How did many you times you... Did you plane? I did not. I worked. So you've been up since 4 a.m.? 4 a.m. Wow. I'm a man of the people. What did you do on the plane? Sleep? You can sleep on a plane? Oh, I fell asleep. I, I cannot do that. I've, I've ceased being able to sleep on planes. In like the last five years, it's brutal. Really? Yeah. So I can't do red eyes. I stay awake the whole time on red eyes. I'm with you. Usually, but then I, then you get a lot of work done. It's, it's, it's probably because, you know, when athletes bodies age, it just becomes yeah, tougher like, to what, 50? Yeah, getting there. No. <laughs> it's, it's more the fact that for whatever reasons I have kids, I just, I don't sleep well ever. Right. I don't either. Can't See, I'm, nap, I'm the exact that. opposite. I get two hours by myself where there's no distractions and I can sleep. Oh. See, I, 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 I push, I push too many things off. You got two kids, so I can you see got my one, kids I have three, you know, uh, yeah. When you guys yeah. gotta step up your game. But, but. When we get one, one more, I'll probably be just that, well, that exhausted, right? Yes. We're stepping up our podcast game this week. Uh, we will be live doing the show, the Pick 6 Rundown. Sit down whenever you want, Pete. Live from 12 to 1 at the Combine doing video, an hour long video show. Fun guest and friends stopping by, including Pete Prisco of TennesseeTitans.com. How you doing? I did. I'm, I'm from TennesseeTitans.com. You were yeah, over there for 45 minutes. I, I, I Are you employed yet? Did they give you the job? Huh? Did they, they give you the me. job? Yeah. Are you Mike Vrabel's DC? What's happening? Oh, jeez. Yeah. No, you'd be the general manager, right? Take it over for John GM. Robinson. I'd be the GM. I, I heard him give quite oh, possibly right the greatest analogy ever today when he was on the podium at his press conference. He was talking about like what they were looking for from their quarterbacks for like Marcus Mariota and just kind of talking about the overall situation there in Nashville. And he's like, well, we need a guy who can take the snap, who can drop back, who can, you know, figure out which guy he's supposed to go to and then throw the football to him accurately. That was how he described to the media here in the combine what they need. Marcus Mariota? Uh, I would not. damned if you do and damned if you don't. I would not. I would not either. I would not. Would you pay Dak Prescott? Yes. Would you, Brady? I would. You would. I would. I would pay Marcus Mariota one of those Ryan Tannehill, uh, Andy Dalton deals. Or a Colin Kaepernick one where it yeah, just, you option, line it with all these incentives option, and you take is, away is that, money the longer it goes. At this point, paying the quarterback because it's no. almost like you're not paying the quarterback. Right, 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 right. That? That's what I'm saying. I take the, I take the, I wouldn't give him so a Jay Cutler give deal. Dak Prescott? No, 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 no. Here's what I'm saying. Like, you gotta get him the Colin Kaepernick deal. Remember the deal he signed where if he didn't hit some of his incentives, he would get less? Yeah. Like it kept coming off of his contract. Right. But what would you pay Dak Prescott? Because this is news today. Is they're talking? I, okay, about. look, I would say this. I think he's worth twenty million average annual salary a year. I think he's worth that. Right. So you so you could give him forty, fifty million in guarantees. He'll probably sign for like sixty. But more than that, I think you're extending yourself a bit. He's proven that he's not an elite guy, but he's also proven that when he has talent and weapons around him, he could be a playoff caliber quarterback. Okay, but can he carry a team? I mean, his rookie year. Did he? Well, no. here's, here's, here's what I'd say, though, in his defense. Did he? No. Okay. But I, think I, don't, think still, he, I don't know if he can carry a team. I don't, he doesn't need to carry him. He just needs to be able to close. And go look at his fourth quarter comebacks and how many game-winning drives he's got in the short time that he's played. He, when the pressure's been on the line, he's actually stepped up and played big in those moments when pressure has been on his shoulders. Now, regardless so of how he's got it done. Them? I wouldn't say carrying them because I think they we lean all know on Zeke, Zeke Elliott, Zeke Elliott yeah. carries them. Their sure. offensive line carries them. But in crucial situations, they're leaning on him. No, he just is clutch, and he makes the plays when he's called upon. Kind of like Russell Wilson early in his career. So I think the only difference is, one, the defense with the Cowboys hasn't been as good. And um, you, you had a little bit more it's issues. Last year, though. Right. This past year. I and mean, we'll see, though. No Randy Gregory. David Irving's now a free agent. You've got Demarcus Lawrence. they got to figure that situation out. So if I'm Dak, I mean, honestly, this might be one of the few situations where I would tell a player, you might want to think about trying to make some room for Amari Cooper, for Zeke Elliott, for... No. Never. 
ever. You could say ever. that never ever, but in this case, like he needs them. Do you yeah, think that Jerry next, Jones is doing next year? We're going to ask you to make some room for Danny Cannell. Hey, How's that going to go over? Wow. Uh, well, no, here's what I do is well, what, I want to do this. Give me more of my signing bonus, right? So I can prorate it over so it fits under the cap. And, I, and I'll gladly take more long-term security to restructure my deal, of course. Uh, uh, Jerry, is Jerry Jones doing himself a disservice by coming down here and doing I mean, he does, he does the same thing every year, but it's like – Party in down, Indianapolis? What do you mean? What's that? Party in Indianapolis? What yes. Drive a big bus, party all week, and then be like, yeah, we got to pay Dak. got to pay uh, uh, Zeke. got to pay um, uh, uh, DeMarcus. We're going to pay everybody. Everybody gets paid. going to make it ring. <laughs> you can <laughs> make it work. You can make yeah, the cap like, work any way you want to make but, it work. But you I mean, the Rams just proved that, right? Right. He can make it work. But you don't have to pay Zeke Elliott this year or Yeah, it's Dak different, Prescott. though, right? I mean, look, Amari Cooper's wanting a long-term deal, not like a two-, three-year deal. But they just gave Brandon Cooks the... Okay, so well, he fits more of the Amari Cooper part of that conversation. Okay, so the, so Brandon Cooks ends up being your Amari Cooper in this scenario, right? right? Gurley, so Zeke Elliott ends up being uh, Todd Gurley in this in, scenario. And in this essence, the comparison would be giving Dak the Donald money, right? But then, off. but then you also well, have Demarcus Lawrence. Lawrence got to get the franchise for a second year. Yeah, once I mean, he pulls a Le'Veon Bell, doesn't play. Then you don't play. Then he sits out and he's an idiot. I think the okay. I think, no, I think you were trying to win a Super Bowl. If you're Jason Garrett, you want that to happen? No, but. The Steelers didn't want Levy above to sit out either, but you different can't. story. Jason Garrett's in the final year of his contract. Mike Tomlin too. wasn't. I mean, you know, and if you tag if you tag Demarcus Lawrence and then you don't hammer out a deal by July fifteenth, he's out of there. And yeah. you out of you, there where? Out of Dallas. Out of Dallas after twenty nineteen, and you lose what? You lose a twenty seven year old pass. You have no leverage at that prime. point. You have no leverage at that point. Him. The Cowboys for the I long think, term. Yeah, I think so. What do you pay him? What are you going to pay him? Twenty. Just give him what he wants. Just give him what he wants. You kind of have to. No, you don't. So what would you? What so would you? Where would you be your cap for Demarcus Lawrence? Well, I'm not paying him Aaron Donald money. I can tell you that right now. I think I'm, I not, think pay, to, I'm not paying him Khalil Mack money. To, to Jamie's point, I think you've got to you've got to do Demarcus Lawrence long term if you like him, because to, to Will's point, there's no chance you could play have a plan on the franchise tag a second year. He's gone. If he does decide to play, if he doesn't sit out like Bell, he'd be gone. He's got too much leverage after this. So to Jamie's point, what if he doesn't play well? Well, and that's and that's another consideration, but well, there's also Lawrence. a little risk for him. There's yeah, a I mean, risk for all those players not like, playing. There, there well, was a, based on track record. There was, a, the there was an unsaid, and I think it's been acknowledged now by Stephen Jones and the Cowboys that they were going to tag Demarcus Lawrence last year, and if he went out there and he balled out, he was going to get paid. And that was I understand it doesn't that's not how it works. There wasn't a, uh, there but was no he, memorandum what, of understanding. What kind of deals on the table for him right now? What's that? You don't know what deal's on the table for him right now. I think what they're offering is lower than what he wants. I think the number he wants. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that how it works? <laughs> you don't have a deal done yet? Uh, Shocker, Will. I know. I actually have some intel on this one. Uh, I think, I think the, I think the, I think the number that Demarcus Lawrence wants is substantially higher than. Because you're, the, for the exact reason you're throwing your threat out there that he don't think you'll tag him Can in we lead. come to an agreement though? If the number was what Demarcus Lawrence wanted, he would just sign signed. a long-term deal. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying I think there's a significant point. Does he want Khalil Mack money? Okay. Well, the compensation that you've offered us to do this show is not as high as what we're hey. expecting. <laughs> Unfortunately, those numbers are the same. Brinson, Brinson, do you think he wants Khalil Mack money? I think, yeah. Would you pay him Khalil Mack money? I don't. I wouldn't want to, but I'm not sure the Cowboys so, have know, a whole lot of. This, this is choice. an interesting conversation to me because there's there's two thoughts here, right? So you know, with quarterbacks, like Matt Ryan signed his deal, which is the biggest we had seen for a moment, and then Aaron Rodgers is like, okay, now I'm going to sign my deal and surpass you, right? And and so there's this thought with quarterbacks that like the next quarterback whose contract comes up, he might say to the team, well, this is the market value of a franchise quarterback. This is what you got to pay me, Aaron Rodgers money, right? And I feel like a player like Aaron Donald has all of a sudden sort of changed that conversation in regards to how you're looking at other positions. Like Grady Jarrett comes to mind. Like all of a sudden, is Grady Jarrett going to the Atlanta Falcons? No. Looking at Aaron Donald's deal and saying that? I, I don't know. He's Are you sure he's not? It, but he ain't getting it. Yeah, and, and, and that's the question that all these players now, because they're getting a little bit more leverage, I think, than you know maybe what it used to be because the money's getting up there as the salary cap grows. Now they're saying, all right, you know, you're going to pay me like whatever that market value is to be this position based on the top contract if it's close. And we're not talking about a like former defensive player of the year coming off back surgery at the age of 32. This is a fringe defensive player of the year candidate who has played really well for two years in a row, who's in his prime. You have to pay that guy. Right. 
but you can't be stupid about it either. But if you're just him, just pay him whatever. But if, if you're you him, him, why would you take anything less than exactly what you want, knowing you would play one more year? I mean, the, the point, the, the thing you have to figure out is what the market is outside of Dallas, because if, that's, if, that's going to determine it. If if Demarcus Lawrence feels he can get Aaron Donald or, or Khalil Mack money from, he would get that if teams. he was a pure free agent. This you year. think? Oh, yes, I think he would. Hundred percent. I mean, maybe close to it, but not. And, and he's, yeah. he's not going to exceed it. I, I, I don't know if you can take that strategy yet. All you can really do is go off of what the franchise tag would be for him for a second year, right? Because that's the option for Dallas. Either they sign him to a long-term deal, they don't, they tag him. So at that one-year cost. So at that one-year cost, years, now you're looking at that as the floor of your negotiations if you're Demarcus Lawrence, sure. and you're saying I need at least two years of guarantees. Well, probably, probably whatever it would be this year. For that salary, and then looking at what it would escalate to in a third year if he got tagged, and, and that's your negotiation point. And if I'm negotiating with him, I'm going to tell him, hey, I'm money. against you. Hey, your sack totals went down from fourteen and a half to ten and a half. I mean, that's year. just that's just going to ring hollow. Nobody's nobody's <laughs> like, oh, he's down to ten and a half. It's like, uh, well, then, then his response is, okay, that's cool. I'll play this year on a one year contract. You and Randy Gregory can hang out next year and enjoy Ooh. your defense. And then he plays this year, and he goes down to eight and a half sacks, and I don't have to pay him nothing. Still, I mean, these guys, you gotta be real. You can't just pay, you're like over there, pay him whatever the hell he wants. That's your philosophy. They, he, no, it's not my philosophy. But that's what you're just well, saying. Well, over you there. Get the versus been, compound, we get paid whatever yeah, we want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been, <laughs> that's a surprisingly no, long no, amount of time that it no, took. No eight more, minutes? no more oyster, no more oyster dinners for the Brinsons. We just paid DeMarcus Lawrence whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> I mean, you've been, you've been doing this thing where you, where you, where you hop up on the, CBS cameras for years. You're like, I t- I came up with a four prong thing: quarterbacks, pass rushers, cornerbacks, and uh, what the hell's the other it's thing? The guy protects the quarterback. <laughs> it's five prong now because you got to add the big play receiver. In right, but like the ca- he's last the ca- though. He's last. Yeah, but, but Where's like the running back who's this? He's who, about twelfth. Who's the second guy you pay? Huh? You pay the quarterback first, and then what's the second most important position? The guy who hits the quarterback. No, the guy right. protects the quarterback. No, the guy, no, the guy who hits him. That is the guy who protects him. I get him, but you can't just pay him, him anything and everything. makes plays for him. I know, but, like, but to Brady's but point. You, you pay him more than Aaron Donald the way you talk. No, I'm just saying I think you have to go north of $20 million a year for him. Well, like I said. Like, he's the, not going to take the, the Clowney, get, What about Clowney? He'll get tagged. Clowney's a different story, though, because he's had multiple surgeries. Too. He's had multiple injuries. He Who's hasn't had consistent production. I'd rather have Clowney. I, rather, I think, well, Clowney has more top-end ability. Right. But Marcus Lawrence has been more consistent. Though, of him not being as hard of a worker, what Bill O'Brien talked about today. Well, then you have J.J. Watt, though, who's like the hardest worker ever. So that might just be the fact that you look at J.J. Watt and you're like, yeah. well, that guy doesn't look okay. like he's working as hard. Okay, what do you pay Frank Clark? I mean, I think that he's pass, a beast. I think pass rushers are approaching 20. Frank Clark played great this year. Really great on it. I mean, beast. Well, he's every bit as good this year as, as Demarcus Lawrence was. I thought somebody was shushing us. I think that if you want to pay, I was like, somebody doesn't like this conversation. It's Frank Clark, guy. I think that if you want, um, this is loud, ambient. No, I don't have an ambient noise. Hey, can you sleep to this? Oh, yeah, I actually this can't. This is sleep. my. Uh, this is my. I can't sleep anymore sleep without white noise. App really? Because because we use the yeah. Um, Dane's a, Dane is on the patrol. Uh, oh, he's on the, oh, Dane-o. no. Get him, Dane. Dane. I don't know how it's going to work considering hey. it's actually on like the loud, uh, you yeah, can't, speakers up there. Bridget, Dane. you can't sleep to the, to the sleep app anymore? I, I, oh, there we go. It's gone. I can't sleep without the white oh, noise. Cause I'm used to my son's. Thank God that we have the, thank God the um, app got invented cause then I don't have to turn the water okay. on in the bathroom let's, anymore. Let's, 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 yeah. Oh my God. Do you know about the story? <laughs> Do you know about the bathroom story? The noise is back. Maybe it's a sign. Do you know about Pete's bathroom story? No. This is unbelievable. <laughs> Pete would go to hotel rooms and travel. This is back in the day before there were noisemakers. He would run the the toilet or run the uh, the, the shower closet. or the sink overnight to help him sleep. Oh my gosh! <laughs> He's yes. wasting like what a waste of water. Of gallons of water. What do I care? First world problems for this guy. It's more about it's more about me. I had to sleep. What's good for me is good for me. Is that you the first compound? Yeah. We just run water all day long. <laughs> <laughs> no, back because then you had to pay for it. But I was at the hotel. Anger out sports media and a fan of oh my NC State Wolfpack for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes. It's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or 
Could a coin flip have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in LA and made Charles Barkley the first black president Enter Wondery's newest sports show, alternate routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former sports center anchors, Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week of the podcast, Trey and Kevin will probably open the sliding doors of a different what if moment for the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall. Legacies will change forever. New goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Can we transition to another topic? Yes, we can. Okay, so Kevin, um, Kevin Colbert oh, talked about Antonio Brown. today about Antonio Brown, and then Man. he said, "Look, Host it. open Make for it business." Happen. Said he didn't. He didn't say he wouldn't trade him within the AFC conference. He said, uh, "Were you there for him? Or did you talk to him on Sirius?" Uh, I didn't talk to him on Sirius, but I, I heard. So I was standing there when he when he when he said it. He was asked, "Would you Jamie consider, basically talk to him?" Would you consider? I was listening. <laughs> would you Would you consider him? Would you consider trading him within the division? And he said essentially like what you were saying. Yeah. I'll take the best offer. Of course. Point. Which which by the way, so this is the time of year where you're you're filling out all those feelers, right? Like you're out there, you're you're going to the other thirty one teams, like give me your best offer because the thing is is do they want to trade him within the division? Of course not. But if a team within the division offers a first round pick for him, right? Then that's the asking price for a team in the NFC. Well, not only that, if you're, if you, if you, what if the best you're getting from a team in the NFC is a third round pick? Exactly. You got a first rounder in the division. You you're taking the first round. Yeah. So if you're the Browns pick at 17, I believe. I'm not giving a first round pick for the kid. Second, um, second round, I would. First round, depending on where it's at, would be tough. I give up. Back, back into the first round, I would be. I give him a three and a five. If you're the Patriots, would you contemplate it? A three and a five? No. Wait, a one. A one? A one. Yeah. So actually, well, they got Pete, so many picks this so year. So Pete, on CBS, on CBS Sports.com today, I ranked 31 possible trade offers. I created 31 different trade offers, one for each team. Like, clickbait. Like, it's not clickbait. It's like, <laughs> okay, let's hear him. Let's hear him. Right, so, and I ranked him in order of like most okay. to least likely. Like the Ravens offered a third round pick because they know the Steelers aren't going to make the deal. Um, number one, Seahawks. Seahawks send their first round pick, number 21, and a fourth round pick, number 124, for Antonio Brown, and a third round pick, number 83. No chance the Steelers give up any draft picks. Give them a third. You get a first and a fourth back. Uh, the Seahawks? Seahawks make sense. I don't think that happens. The Seahawks could make some sense. I don't know if it's the best. Maybe fit, the but Seahawks should trade two, two first rounders like for him, like they did for Percy Harvin. Jesus. <laughs> or Max Unger yeah, yeah, in a first round. Right. All right, what about this? The Eagles. By the way, I, I, I remember I was I was in Seattle during that off season when we did that, and uh, during the draft, I remember our quarterback coach Carl Smith said something like, "What, what, what do you guys, Tater?" I was like, "What do you, what do you guys mean doing in the first round?" Tater goes, "I'm gonna be watching watching our our first round pick, Percy Harvin, hang out at OTAs." He's <laughs> like, "That's what I'm gonna be doing." Eagles, Eagles trade a 2019 second round pick, number 53 overall. And a 2020 second round pick, TBD, for Antonio Brown. You made this up. These are your best top two. I mean, where do you have the Colts on there to trade one? They're, the Colts? Two twos. The Colts? 49ers? Have two twos. Okay. I, first of all, if you listen, to, I, I was talking to Chris Ballard today. Uh, no, I was, Chris Ballard was up at the podium and he was asked about how guys fit in and guys being willing to sacrifice their statistics. To me, it makes it pretty. You know, he said if they could get somebody, they might go over the top for it. I don't. I don't think Antonio Brown fits with the Colts. Le- Le'Veon Bell also. If you're listening to what yeah. Frank Reich said too, yeah. he was. Yeah, very, um, very much behind. Now me. I had the Raiders. The Raiders could give up 27, and I'm not saying that the Raiders need to go get a 
receiver like Antonio Brown, but it would be perfectly Gruden to replace they're, Amari they're Cooper. They're rebuilding. They're going to go get Antonio Brown. By the time they're any good and they go to Vegas, he's not going to be Who the hell good. knows what they're doing? Let's hey, not are they out. even sold on Derek Carr? Mayock seemed to be. Yeah. No, 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 no. Is John Gruden sold on him? No, for another year. no chance no. he is. But no Mayock chance he is. seems to make it very clear there. But that's, but that's Mayock understanding how this game works. He's been doing it for 20 years. I'm just, I'm just. He called him a franchise quarterback. And, but then he said, we of course will look at all options. I don't know if there's an upgrade of John Gruden's making the decision though, right? Yes. I'll be honest with you. Mayock I think, said that too. I don't think the market for Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell is going to be very good. Who would you, if you were Kevin Colbert, what would you want for Antonio Brown? A three. I want him out of, I want him the hell out of there. I'd want a one. But I take the three. I think the a, two, a two is realistic. I think it's interesting that they haven't allowed – well, I understand why they haven't allowed Drew Rosenhaus to be a part of this, to then try to help orchestrate a deal, right? Because the considerations of the Steelers aren't – they're not going to take into, into consideration what Antonio Brown wants, right? Because they want cap space, and they want the ability to renegotiate with that team when they get there. Pittsburgh Steelers don't care. That's, that's the problem once they – Antonio the Brown them, wants right? a good landing well, spot. What, that's right. what Colbert said today. He's like – he went as far as to say, like, we don't have to trade him. They don't. But it's interesting to hear that because I think most people are along the lines of what you said, Pete. Like, you just want him out of the building at this point because of all the drama. Well, they're trying to drive up the trade market. Uh, agreed. But I it, don't think they're going to take a three for him and just call it a and day. They'll just, and they'll just deal with the headache. I think they, the, they've dealt with a headache for a season I mean, already. Well, if, look, if you don't it trade quit. him... No, yeah, but if you don't, Bell, if you don't trade him and say, come back and play, we're not trading you, and he doesn't show up, he doesn't get paid. That's the one fine, thing yeah. in this whole Antonio Brown situation that everybody overlooks, former players, everybody. He quit on his team. He quit. He didn't show up. Who overlooks that? <laughs> like, who's A lot overlook- of players. Who's overlooked that? A lot yeah. of the players overlook it. You say he quit not you, he Brady. Practice? I'm not saying you, Brady. Don't worry. I'm not talking about you. Huh? Because he left practice. He quit. You talking about practice? Because he, he showed quit. up for the game to play. You talking about practice? Well, though. but he didn't. He didn't show up for anything else Is during Pete the week. Pete talking about practice. Talking about practice. Talking about practice. Talking about practice. Practice. I could go AI on you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if Pete knew who that was. I give you an elbow. To Pete's Pete. actually a sneaky. He's pretty, uh, pretty versatile with all that. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. Went here one year at the combine because AI was playing here and I wanted to go watch him play live. I never and saw I him play live. Okay, you know who my comp is? Kyler Murray, Allen Iverson on grass. That's who he reminds me of. Because I saw Allen Iverson play basketball awesome. one time, he was and he was flying around. I was like, no one's playing as fast as that guy. Google. You go watch Kyler Murray on film, that's who he looks like, Google, in college at least. Go Google some of Allen Iverson's quarterback. Oh, yeah. Great. Okay, awesome. so Virginia. while we're talking about Kyler Murray, since we're just segueing all over the place. But ooh. Ooh, there was a segue. <laughs> what, did I, what did I do? I don't even know what you, I did. You always go like this. You go, ooh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, you guys were having a organic discussion about Kyler Murray. You, Brady Quinn, you, oh, I called you Brady Quinn. Brady, you think that there is it's one name. Brady Quinn. Well, in the Brinson compound, we addressed everybody by their first and last names. It was I don't so know. Bobby Brinson. I don't know. Wait, wait what's your full name? I was going to Braden. Braden Quinn. I didn't know. Braden, that. Braden Quinn. Quinn. It was on a Super Bowl credential. That's right. That's right. That's right. We heard you saved the Super Bowl, by the way. Well, Just like Robert Brinson is on yours. Robert Brinson saved the Super Bowl. And yes. it's still Robert. See, mine still says Pete Prisco. Not Peter. No. Think, That's how people think, know you, though. Do you think last, that night, if, last night at dinner, they dropped out his credit card. Pizza. <laughs> Pizza. 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 Do you think well, where, where if, if my name had night? been <laughs> someplace very fancy, where they called them pizza. <laughs> High velocity. Pizza. Uh, you think that the Cardinals are in play for Kyler Murray at number one? Yeah, I do. I'll, I'll, I'll believe it until, obviously, after the draft. <laughs> hey, by, hey, by the way, Steve Kime. That's like Rich's negotiation. He did negotiations <laughs> and after the draft. We I love about, about you too, too. Hey, look, Steve today. Kime had a chance to shut down all the rumors, and he was asked about it today. And I'm going to let you tell you what he said to us. But he, he, he said he's our quarterback for now. I mean, the last he, few, he hasn't even started the evaluation of the quarterbacks yet. Okay, but. Uh, if you're sold and, on and Rosen, again, you're not saying anything. Here's the thing. is you're sold on Rosen. He told me, I talked to him and he told me he sold him. You saw him. He was here. He said he sold on Rosen. Rosen will be their quarterback. Cliff Kingsbury ain't making that decision. And here's the only thing that I think if that's the logic they're going with is you took this risk and bring in Cliff Kingsbury, right? There's a, there's, there's a pretty big risk there based on everything that you people are saying about what he was exactly. So there's a lot of risk there. Yeah. But if you're going to take that risk, wouldn't you want him to have the type of quarterback that he needs and ultimately to make this risk pay off if you're going to go that far. 
It's, it, no, no, it's like swimming it across halfway across a river Why and saying, I don't know, the water looks like it's pretty tough. I don't think I can go any further. And you swim the other half back. Why can't, you know what I'm saying? Why can't, why can't he make it work with Rosen? It's not that I don't think he can't make it work with Rosen. I just think when you he look at his it. systems, look at the quarterbacks that have been successful with what he's had, as far as putting up stats and numbers, you've got to have a guy that's more mobile, right? I mean... Well, who do you have? He had Mahomes. Mahomes. He had Mayfield in his, his freshman year. Oh, he had year. Davis Webb, didn't he? Davis Webb, which they weren't very good that year. Right. And they weren't very good with Mahomes. So, well, Mahomes, that, that was when their defense was bad, and they started to be a little more competitive. Yeah, but. see, he always has to bend the rule. They weren't good when Mahomes was <laughs> there, but the defense wasn't good. The defense was probably as okay, worse as it's so ever who been. Was, who were his quarterbacks at Texas Tech? It was Mahomes? He had Mayfield for his, for his freshman year. Right. Then it ended up being Webb for, I want to say, a year. There was a year where literally it was Davis Webb. Mahomes played a little bit, but like got knocked out, had some injuries, and then Vinny Testaverde Jr. came in at one point. I was calling a game when that wow. happened. That was a lot of fun. Vinny Testaverde Jr. is actually 34. He's <laughs> <laughs> right. But he can still Brent's graduate like 500 school, pounds. Yeah, yeah. And then who? And no, then, he had Graham Harrell he, too, right? He, Gra- you know, he didn't have Graham Harrell. Graham Harrell? It was Graham Harrell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, he had Case Keenum. About. Case Keenum at Houston. That was a Houston. He had John Manziel at a was Graham Harrell after him? Was Graham Harrell in Hawaii? Yeah, I, don't, I don't remember. And then, Graham Harrell was a USC. And then now. who was the quarterback he had last year? That uh, Well, he had like three. Yeah, yeah the one kid was, got hurt, right? The lefty McLean got yeah. hurt, and then they brought in Jet Duffy was a big recruit. He hasn't really developed as a, as a passer. And then Alan Bowman was the freshman who yeah. came in and actually lit it up. Um, and, and by the way, but all those guys have, have more athletic ability. And by the way, Rosen has some athleticism. He's not so not an athlete. I'm you, just saying you need if you gave him a dynamic playmaker like – Kyler Murray, who can also throw it very well, I think that would be the best fit for what his system is. And, and here's what you have to know about Cliff. He recruited that young man. He knows his family. He's followed him almost his entire career, and he's played against them. So, you know, he... So he, Cliff didn't recruit Josh Rosen? No. Why? So if you were Steve I mean, Pine, why? He didn't recruit him. He didn't... Texas Tech He was, he was focused on trying to recruit Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray. So if you were Steve Kime, you would trade Rosen and draft Murray to make... Kingsbury. If you're Steve Kahn, you have, you have one more year left, right? To put Kingsbury in the best no, position no, to have success. You have one more year. Just for the record, Graham Harrell followed Kingsbury at Texas Tech. That's right. sort of where my he head is. He didn't have him. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know. I'm do? admitting I messed up. I'm just what saying. would you do as Kahn in this situation? What would I do if I was Kahn? What Kime? would you do? You hired Kingsbury. You yeah, want to make if, him I, if I'm the one who hired Kingsbury, I'd be like, I'm going to do whatever this guy wants in order to make it successful because ultimately that's what my job this year is weighing on. Well, no, no, what's his short term success? Would you do? draft Murray and try and trade Rosen? If that's what Cliff Kingsbury wants, yes. See, I would, me, I think that's what he wants. I have Rosen. I'm gonna have, I have Chandler Jones on one side and now I'm going to have Nick Bosa on the other side. My, my concern is that you don't want to trade Rosen like, I think you have to figure out a way. The only way you could trade Rosen is if you were getting back a pick that will allow you to get as good a package of Rosen and Bosa. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you can get 15 from the Redskins, that's great. But I don't know if you trade Rosen for a second-round pick because I don't think you're getting a player. No, you have to get a first-round pick. I don't think right. you're getting a first-round But that's the problem. Wait, I don't... If Rosen, as he was last year, was in this draft, would he go before Kyler Murray? Oh, yes. Would he go before who? Kyler Murray. Uh, no. He wouldn't. No? I, wouldn't, I would not put... Josh Rosen might have Kyler Murray in this draft. Okay, you called a couple think, of think about, games, right? think, think about this, yeah. Think about this this way. So if you looked at last year's quarterback class, right, four in the top ten, Baker Mayfield, obviously Cleveland thought he was the best quarterback because they were drafting number one. You could probably still make the case, though, that maybe the Jets had Sam Darnold higher than they did Baker Mayfield. Right. And so maybe that was their guy. And you could probably still make the case that Buffalo wasn't taking Hamdy Downs either. They actually wanted Josh Allen because each one of those guys all had one distinguishing trait that was better than the other, or better, at least than Rosen, right? Allen was big athlete, strongest arm by far. Maker, Baker Mayfield's the most accurate. Darnold probably was the guy that, in my opinion, when you look at what he had around him at USC, and you look at what they were this year without him, he elevated the talent and the ability of everyone, everyone else around him. He made that team go, and they were not good this year, to be put it lightly. Okay, so they, they each had every one of those traits. Every single one of them was better than Rosen. So the Cardinals were probably the team that, felt like they had to take and draft a quarterback at number 10 and took one. But I guarantee you, if Josh Allen was there, if Baker Mayfield was there, if uh, you know Sam, Sam Darnold was there, they would have taken one of those. Here's the other part of that question. If Baker Mayfield doesn't have the success he had in his rookie season, would people be pumping up Kyler Murray no. the way not they as are much. Right Not as right. much, no. And, and watching Baker Mayfield, he was fantastic last year, but he also stepped into the best situation of all. 
Besides Lamar Jackson, who had a great run right. for his period of time, but right? The, too. Um, the situation in Arizona is awful. It was terrible. And look, and, and look, I, I did some of those games late in the year, and, and I'll say this more than like it's hard to evaluate Josh Rosen because that offensive line was so bad. Three guys, and they off didn't the, have three rookies off the scrap heap. Well, at one point they had five or six starting. Right. And you had Larry Fitzgerald. Now is it? Christian Kirk was hurt, and they didn't have anyone else. And so when people were saying, "Well, why do you throw so many interceptions?" Well. He was throwing to a guy in Larry Fitzgerald who has a hard time separating now at this age, and then they're always playing from behind. So they're a one-dimensional offense. It's hard to put a rookie. You can't ask, use wait, his I want, evaluation. I want to ask you this because you you may know this. When Les Need hired Sean McVay, knowing that he had Jared Goff, did McVay take the job because of Goff, in essence, or was he comfortable enough with Goff, or would Snead have considered maybe something similar? And the same thing with the Bears and hiring Nagy. Was Nagy so enamored with Trubisky? Because I think something, I mean, obviously Kingsbury wasn't the best. I think we had this discussion when McVay was hired. It's like, they might go sign Kirk Cousins because right. Jared Goff's not right. the guy after a single because year. That, I mean, King, Kingsbury, Kingsbury, no, but it, it was still exactly happening. In the position to say, I have my pick of the litter of jobs because of how his situation is. Kingsbury unfolded. doesn't have any juice there but, yet. But understandably so. Kingsbury, by the way, at the but, combine yeah, today. He does. No, no, no. He said, look, if, if this doesn't work out, everyone's gone, right? This is a one and done if this doesn't work out. They if said, it doesn't work out? They, yeah. Kingsbury was so asked don't, if he don't knows tell me about a trade. And he said, you want to make it no. work. So don't you want to do what you but, want but them I, to do? I think the point would be is that are we writing Rosen off? And, and I know you evaluated him lower than those guys. Cause no, look, don't, don't get me wrong. Like I could see like if someone's going to trade a first-round pick, you know you probably should. Washington. Yeah. Or Miami. Or Miami, but I would say more Washington. Washington because needs you a don't guy. know about Alex Smith. They need a guy who's seasoned who can play, and he would fit in Jay Gruden's system. I think just looking at it as could – and, I had that in my mock having his, his own feelings about what he wants. But at the same time, can he just do what Nagy did for Trubisky and what McVeigh did for Goff and just having a better coach, better system, year of better experience, team around them. year of experience, helping all these factors, well, and then Rosen comes out and looks it's like it's well, I mean, would, would Jared Goff had become Jared Goff in the second year if they don't sign John Sullivan and Andrew Whitworth no, to play on that absolutely offense? Absolutely. Robert Woods. Is that is that option out there for the Cardinals? They're going to spend money. I do I mean, know the, that. The Bear, the Bears They've the same signed thing. pretty much every free agent that's been out uh, there the Bear, right now. The, the Bears did nothing for Trubisky as a rookie, and they go out to get Allen Robinson. They get Trey Burton. They signed Taylor Gabriel. You know, they did all these things to make. They him. were literally copying the Rams. Like, they, like and, and, I, and you would assume the Cardinals did the same thing. You would think so. That's not Steve Kimes' own necessarily. He's typically waded into free agency in a little bit more of a. But secondary way fix the offensive line. Look, Fitzgerald can still play. Well, they also not, had a ton of injuries on that offensive line. Can, 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 Kirk is a it, decent it, young receiver. You have Clay and Seals Jones that can David Johnson. complete the t- And then you have, you know, still one of the better J- running backs. David Johnson, play. Chase Edmonds. Um, here's the thing is you keep going back to Kime. At some point, it's Michael Bidwell. Because you keep talking about how, well, it's Kime's season. It's Kime's season. No, it's not. Because if this doesn't work, right, this ultimately is going to fall on Bidwell. He's the one who's got to pay for everyone. Steve Wilkes included in that old staff. And, that's and then the now scary, look at this That's staff. the scary thing about it is if you're getting into an owner making football decisions, that's dangerous. And I'm, I'm not saying that he's making football decisions. That's I'm just scary saying, the general matter. No, 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 no. I'm saying ultimately, you know, it, it may go higher than even Steve Kime as far as how these decisions are made now only because you'd have to look at who's going to have to pay the bill so as, if things as, don't work as out. As Steve Kime, you would allow Kingsbury to get what he wants. Yes, I hired him. Would you do the same Wouldn't thing? you allow him to maximize what he, what he feels like he needs to be successful? I would lean on my own personal evaluation of it, and I and like I don't know if Steve Kine likes Rosen or Murray better. We saw him earlier today. I mean, you seem to think it might be Rosen. I would lean on my personal evaluation. I would talk to my coach. Like like if I if I thought that Rosen and Murray were close, and I, and Kingsbury told me he wanted to go with Murray, then I would make that trade Look, happen. Here, somehow. Here's the but, difference uh, between the NFL and college. All right, in the NFL, if you inherit a guy that doesn't fit your system that you don't necessarily like, he's he's not your guy. You're you're gone. In college, you just recruit, right? You're bringing in the type of guy that you want. If there's some guy already there, and it's the, the freshman that's coming in is going to take over. It's the guy you just recruited. Well, Brady, isn't that's it essentially head, what this is? Isn't it on the head coach to make it work with the guy he has? Yeah, look, mm-hmm. you're going to be stubborn enough. This is my system, so I'm not going to let it work with Josh. They're, Rose. They're a, well, welcome they're to the NFL. A, they're in such a weird spot stubborn. though because they have. Still a young prospect in Rosen that I would I would say still has a relatively. Well, high Rosen can be a franchise quarterback. Right. There's no doubt. And then, so then you why have you get rid the, of him. But then you have the chance to get the guy that the coach wants. You, it's very rare that you have this situation. It's a, and so 
why would you get rid of him if he's going to be a franchise Well, I, I think the first thing that they need to do, explore is what the trade market is for Rosen. So if they're getting a first-round pick from Washington or Miami or some random team, the Giants maybe or whoever, you know, Jacksonville maybe says they love Rosen and they make a deal to go Oakland down. forgot about Oakland. him last year. Right. Besides, they want him so, now. Even so though if, they have if, the if there's a team that says, we will give you our first-round pick. Gruden gives him number four for, for Rosen. Rosen. <laughs> and, well, it's, it, it's, it's your... That would be such a John Gruden thing to do. I, I, I'm going to give you four. Just give me two. Here's the thing is, we don't need pass rushers either. Is that Cleo guy, Max, still got, is he still on a roster? Trade him. Trade him, all right? Mark Cooper's Trump. That's that guy right there, Mark Cooper. But in essence, I mean, look, if they get good enough value for Rosen, then it it solves the problem. Um, Other than the the fact that the quarterback just went from 6'4 to 5'8. Well, I do have a question because John Elway just finished talking about this. He said the ideal situation short pot shot. The ideal situation for Kyler Murray is to... Playing a system where he's only in shotgun, or 90% of the time he's in shotgun. Yeah, he's going to have to be in shotgun. Wait, wait, who no, said, who said this? That, that's not true, though. Oh, John Elway. Yes. That's not true. Oh, yes. Noted quarterback evaluator, you, John Elway. You, yeah. You, uh, no, noted quarterback at, uh, guy who could play the position, though. That's fine. Yeah, he hasn't been able to find one since that layup that was Peyton Manning. Um, so here's how you, you got, get around you got to give him big credit for getting rid of Tebow, though. That's true. You do? That's true. <laughs> yeah. Here's how. The only way you could get rid of him was find an icon to replace him. quarterback that he's had. You find an icon to replace him. So I here, here's how you get around that, by the way. You put when you put him under center, you run boots. You run move the pocket. Over. You run deep seven step play action pass because you're further enough away from the offensive line where you'll be able to have a you know vantage point to see over top of them. And then you put him in shotgun when you do decide to go drop back pass, but you can't put him back there and say we're only going to do this, right? You have to have a running game from shotgun, which we're seeing is that's becoming what, more prevalent. That's what Elliot was saying. He's like the reason so, he doesn't like having his quarterback shotgun all the time is it ruins the run game. Well, it, it, it ruins if you don't have a quarterback who can run. See, that, that's the difference because now if you do have a quarterback that can keep it and run and hurt you like Murray can, you actually gain an extra blocker in the box. So it gives you that advantage. Like those zone reads when Russell Wilson's running them, they're impactful. Has was, was their running game taken a hit? How was that How was that running game this past RG3 year? RG3 was going to revolutionize How was it when Russell Wilson too. first got in the NFL? Was it pretty good when they went to a certain point? RG3 was going to revolutionize the I just think that the whole point, the whole point about story, though. football Why? is about finding edges well, and maximizing starters, value of players. That's probably one of the reasons well, I heard him. But he still wasn't going to revolutionize. It started going rotten already. Well, we're talking about what kind of system he had to fit into. It was the right system for RG3. He proved it. It was the rookie of the year, right? It's just unfortunate well, got hurt. Let me ask you this, though. If RG3, as he was then, were, were in this draft, would he be picked ahead of Kyler Murray? Yes. Yeah. Because of height. And look what happened to him. If you threw an RG3 in last hurt. year. Kyler he, he Murray, was running. Kyler Murray he was running outside himself. the pocket. Right, but Russell Wilson, and to your RG3 point. RG3 was a hey, much did, bigger. Did Russell Wilson yeah, run a RG3, lot? RG3, RG3. And has Pete, he missed any time? He's bigger. Pete, has he RG, missed any time? RG3 doesn't know how to slide. Like, physically, he's he still bigger. cannot slide. RG3's bigger. He's than in his 30s Kyler and he Murray. can't slide. Okay, but, okay, Russell Wilson. Is, sometimes it looks like, Kyler Russell Wilson looks player. like, slide. it looks exactly. like Russell no. Wilson weighed 240 sometimes. No. Probably 220 now. The difference when you look at Russell and how he plays the position and how he runs and he keeps his eyes downfield at all times, you can tell it's his plane. It's based on baseball. Have you seen Kyler Murray play? He wiggles through everybody. It's because he's going to take shots. Freaking fast. He's not going to take shots. In the NFL. Somebody call him the Allen Iverson of the NFL. In the NFL, you know this, Brady, better than any of us in here. The difference As between the, the only speed, the speed when you get on the field <laughs> on the, from the college game to the NFL game yeah. is night. Okay, and that's fair. But what I'm telling you is when you watch this kid on film, his quickness is – it's different, man. It like like Lamar Jackson is fast, right? When he gets out and gets going, you're like, holy hell, that dude can move. That reminds people of Michael Vick. This guy's different. He's got this ability to take a few steps and get up to top speed really, really fast. Now, everyone thinks he's going to run a fast 40. I don't even know if he's going to run at all. But I don't know that his 40s going to be that fast. He could be like a 4-5-0 guy because I think his start will be really fast. I think he can get up to top speed in 20 yards really fast. I don't know what that top end is. If he's 4-4, great. But I'm just saying he seems to be quicker than fast to me when I watch him on film and how he gets out of jams and all that. I think his biggest issue is going to be, and it's what I've said all along with his progressions, is he's sometimes one and run or he's one-two run. He doesn't work through stuff or doesn't really see across the – you know, read across the field. But – you can manage that with with what position you put him in based on the coverage, based on your and, offense. And really, you can't get away with that unless you're a guy like Josh Allen. Like you five, need to have the physical skills. Well, look, he runs too much too. 
And he also played on an awful offensive line with no weapons, and his receivers dropped every pass in their face. Hey. Well, that'd be the other thing, though. If he goes to Arizona behind that line, they're going to fix it, but to what degree? Right. I mean, they have that's, to stay healthy. Need depth. Tell me this much, though. What, what, what were the knocks? Remember the knock on Rosen last year, though? Like, what was the concern? That he wasn't, a, that he wasn't tough enough, that he didn't like well, his that, teammates. And... Do you remember how people were like, oh, does he really love football? Like, right. is he going to hang around? And the interesting thing is, like, we're asking the same thing about Kyler Murray. In a way, right? And here's the here's the the, the last question mm. about Kyler Murray and the runaround quarterback. Who? It's a good point. It's a salient the, point. Last runaround quarterback to win the win a Super Bowl. Wilson won it, but he won it with the defense because they were the number one in the league. But <laughs> I mean, okay, who's the last? Let's quarterback? let's include him in it then. Wilson. Other than him, who else? I mean, Steve Young. How many years ago was that? Eighty nine. Okay, the just, game is meant to be played. Okay, tell me this much. Does, does Patrick Mahomes, if, if they end up, okay, let's just hypothetical, hypothetical. They win the coin toss in Arrowhead, AFC championship game in overtime. They probably win that game. Do you agree? Right. Do they beat the Rams in probably. the Super Bowl? I agree. With the way that offense was playing in the postseason. So with what the are you saying about game. him? He, Mahomes plays from the pocket. He also plays outside the pocket. Right, but he's not a run around quarterback like Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's not as much run around as you think either. There's some his, of that. What I'm, was I'm his not rushing yards that. last year, Kyler Murray? Okay. There are some design runs in there too, bud. What was his rushing yards last year? I'll look year? it up. Uh, I, I, think it was, I think it was what probably it was? about the same as Dwayne Haskins. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know we've heard that before. By the way, I just want to point this out, and I can point this out on the podcast, and I hopefully I won't. I think it was interesting. I think it's probably beneficial that, Mac, that uh, Stephen A. Smith said that and not Max Kellerman. Just saying. Dwayne Haskins is a running quarterback because he's not. It's a stereotype. I'm not going to touch that. No, I'm not either. And Dwayne Haskins is the best. Jamie quarterback pushed in away his draft. mic. <laughs> Dwayne Haskins is the best quarterback in this draft class. Yeah, you yes. and I've talked about this. I said that he's yeah. my number one quarterback prospect. But who's two? Kyler Murray. Go Kyler. He had he's my number two too. I just don't know how good he is. Uh, Kyler Murray had. Uh, we'll, sit, we'll sit down and watch film together. I've watched him. A hundred. We'll watch together. 140 rushing attempts, 1,000 yards, 7.2 yards per carry, 12 rushing touchdowns. So he rushed for 1,000 yards. Yeah, I said that. It's not what you want for your quarterback. It's <laughs> the college level, man. What did Mahomes rush for in his senior season? Uh, he didn't run as much. Okay, he's not the same guy, What did Dak Brady? Prescott run for his last two years there? Not the same guy. So we're, we just talked about whether they're going to extend Dak Prescott came in the Dak fourth Prescott. round. Pick Kyler Murray in the Is fourth round. Is there a host round. of the show? Nope. Is <laughs> <laughs> anybody directed traffic? Nope. We're just going to talk for hours. We're, running, we're walking right Patrick over Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes actually had 131 rush attempts for only 285 yards. Okay. Um, yeah, that, no, that's a goal. But by the way, um, some of that was sacks. Because don't forget college yeah. football when you get sacked, right? Comes the rushing you, yeah. Okay, so, so the, you'd actually, Kyler Murray had 1,400 yards then. No, that's right. He didn't get sacked. Because his no, offensive no, line no, is good no, no, nobody no. touches him. Uh, um, but he doesn't get any passes batted down either. That's a good thing, too. Because nobody gets near him. Okay, well, he, but first off, you don't have to get near him to bat down a pass. Typically, an offensive or defensive line style. Offensive line is pretty big, though, right? Yeah, they're good. And, but but in all seriousness, a, de- a defensive line is hard to get his hands up when, when he can't get to the quarterback. But Brady. So usually, if they can't get a rush, his, then. his batted passes down to Daniel Jones, who played at Duke and had to play Clemson's defensive line with his offensive line. Yeah, one game. But, but still, he played. He played <laughs> he some good the pass eighteen rushes. batted passes in one game. He played, he played Clemson twelve times. It was just <laughs> yeah, Duke scheduled Clemson like that, yeah. twelve times. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, let's transition very quickly to another quarterback. It's it was... a transition. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Will. I didn't say anything. I said let's transition. <laughs> Is that better? There's got to uh, be a pause. Like a, uh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nick Foles got no franchise tag, Pete. Well, you're sad. Do you want to see Nick Foles make $25 million? He now gets to enter free agency. Maybe he'll buy your old house in Jacksonville. He, By the way, <laughs> he was never getting tagged. Ever. Obviously. Right. And there's no end game there, and nobody was giving up anything for him. Well, that's why he bought his option more, out, so that way he was either getting 25 million or getting and let's pure flip it forward even further. There's no market for him. It's a limited market. Thank you. I mean, you tell me what's the difference between Foles, Blake Bortles, and Ryan Tannehill? Is there that big of a difference between them all? Well, be, between Tannehill like and, a, and Foles, three dudes Foles walked a into a bar market. joke. Oh, but Super Bowl MVP. Uh, and, and I just, I think if you put Ryan Tannehill in that same position with that team, I don't know. I'm not sure that there's that much of a different end result. Okay. What's the difference between Foles and Dalton and Cousins and the rest of the Tannehill and, 
in all in the rest of the middle. The, 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 the margins are pretty slim, right? And I'm fighting back a BDN joke right now. It's, 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 what's it? What's the difference? You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Six inches. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong though? Am I wrong? Is there is much he change his number or he sticks with it just for the precedent of the battery? Huh? Is there more? Is there, is is there, is, is, is there is, is he also going to be number 12? Okay, he takes it. I wonder why nobody listens to this podcast. You took it on it was off the rails. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Did you hear what he said? Yeah. Oh. But we made a BDN reference, which yeah. I'm hey. not going to go into depth on that. Is there much difference See, between See, he didn't listen to our show about. Yeah. I'm not going to go into depth though, on that. Um. No, there's not much difference. <laughs> None, right? Right. So why would you pay Nick Foles $20 million? Because you already back played. to the Marcus Lawrence. That's you what already, the going rate is for those quarterbacks. You already, you already, His might not be, though. Who else is going to pay him? I, I, I throw out Jacksonville, but who else would pay Nick Foles? I mean Miami. Miami. No, no, but Miami's in rebuild mode, though. I, I don't. Well, yeah, Organic. You can sign him and draft one. Sign him to a one- or two-year deal, basically, even though it was a three-year deal. And then or, draft if the, one. or if you're the Redskins, sign him to an incentive-laden deal. But where that, 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 the Redskins make sense. Do, though, just with all the money they have. They got all no, the money no, no, that's what I'm saying. You make it incentive-laden where if he— He's not well, taking that. You're him. But you just said there's no market. So well, there's going to be like a 15, 16, 17 million dollar market. Who's going to pay him 15? Jacksonville, six? if they do. So Jacksonville will pay him 17 million dollars. Yeah. But who else? Nobody. That's what I mean. I, they can drive See, the price down. If, if I'm Nick Foles, I don't understand why he would rather get 17 million to play in Jacksonville versus I'd rather just get 20 million dollars and be the backup in Philly. Would you? You don't want to play? Here he won the Super Bowl. He's been to Disney wait, World. Wait a second. What did you just say? He's been to Disney World. You just said you'd rather be a backup? In Philly than that situation down in South Florida. Well, then it comes North down to money. Florida. I mean, what's your priority list again? Money. Yeah, you said money's your number one no, priority. It's money, right. money. I just said I take more money. Well, who's going to give him twenty million dollars? He had a twenty if, million if dollar option. They picked option, up. He, would have he had to buy it out. He bought out his option thinking it was going to be a bigger market for him than there is. I don't think there's going to be that market. He bought for out him. his option <clears> thinking. Okay, can I throw out a couple teams I think could be interesting? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Tennessee. Mmm. No. You've got Mar- Mariota, but it may not work out. I'm just saying. It's, it's, it's one that I would be interested to look at. Because think about this. Nick Foles takes care of the football. Pretty good decision maker. Doesn't turn it over that often. If you look at his touchdown to interception ratio, he's experienced. And maybe it would make more sense. What about Tampa? I, I, I same, see. Right? No, they're, I think they're bought in on James Winston. Plus, they have to make a decision anyway this year. So I wouldn't I wouldn't go that route because Bruce said I love the Bruce loves him. And then, I mean, the whole and point of Arians was for Winston. And, and bringing in a guy like Byron yeah, Roberts, too. too, right? What's that? Don't they have to make the, the decision on um, Yeah, Mario? right, but I think that decision's made if they sign Foles. I'm just throwing out ideas okay, for you, right? Okay, who else? Um, there aren't many. Hey, because, okay, this one you're, you're going to say no to, but Baltimore. Ooh. What? Baltimore. Nick Foles in Baltimore? It's called insurance. What, what kind of deal are you giving him to be Wait, insurance? Wait, what, what happens to quarterbacks who run around so much? They yeah, can't throw from the pocket? What are you paying him to be your backup quarterback? That's a disaster. I mean, it, in theory, it makes sense. Just but they don't a have a backup right now. Like, what are you saying to Lamar Jackson? You run around a lot, you get yeah, hurt. You run around, and you get hurt. But you, what you need to get better Nick from the pocket. To be your backup, twenty million, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. And then uh, the, the other team you could potentially look at is you're saying Cincinnati Bengals, right? Who? Cincinnati Bengals. Get rid of Dalton and keep him. Can't keep both of them. But Dalton has zero guaranteed they're money. They're the same. Team. It's the same. They're the same guy. Right, but, right, but there's no other options. Like the the. Look, Jacksonville is the only real legitimate option he Miami. has. Huh? I think Miami. Miami's going into rebuild mode, though. They still they have can, to have a quarterback. They're going to draft one. or there's, they'll, they'll, but, I mean, They could get by by signing. When Keenum gets released, you get him for cheap. If you, you think know. if you were Foles, there's like maybe one place that you'd want to be a backup, and that's probably New England. Just wow. throw that out there. And then wait till Brady retires. and then yeah. go. But what can they pay him? Oh, They actually have some cap space. But if, if Brady's going to play another... Four years? Three He's not going to play another four. I, I think he plays another two. Okay, still. If that. Look, all the possibilities for Nick Foles are drying up. Hey, I'm just giving you different ideas. You're, giving, you're getting oh, – next. you're going to tell me, hey, maybe he can sign in Kansas City and he'll unseat Patrick Mahomes. That's no, actually not that crazy. No. I mean, he does. Andy Reid drafted hey, him. Aaron Rodgers is getting up in the ears. <laughs> it's not that crazy. <laughs> he said that was a straight face. No, 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 hey, I gave you some things to talk about. No, and I went, poop, What are you going to do if we have to come back and reference this podcast if one of those scenarios plays out? What? What are you going to do if we have to come back and reference this podcast? I'm going to say you were right, Brady. No, you won't, because you go, bro, 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 bro. I, 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 I don't know why you keep ruling out Miami, because if he's 17, 18 million, they still have to spend the money. Yeah, and plus, Eisenberg wants him down there in Miami. He wants him near of us. Of course. I mean, what else would what? I BDN, have? BDN, we get the BDN network going on. Banana hammock? 
Yeah. On the Miami. Um, yeah, he'll, he'll wear number 14. Brian yeah. Flores <laughs> did watch firsthand him towards his, his defense. It's his unfortunately a cap out of 19, by the way. By the way, you, it's not like the Jaguars can be like, well, sorry, Nick. We're fine here, thanks. We're not paying you what you want. But they can go get Tannehill. Or they can go get McCown. Well, and that's why, to your point, I, I just don't think there's going to be that market for him. I don't think he's going to make what he thinks he's going to make because the margins of difference to me between Nick Foles and Ryan Tannehill and Blake Bortles, and by the way, Case Keenum, who's going to be in this equation somewhere, he ain't just sticking what around. About what about Nick McCown? Foles is better than Blake Bortles, right? He'd be the what? best one. What if he could get McCown for a year? No. Bridgewater. Bridgewater is. Um, yeah, I don't think no, Teddy's works. one where I actually think a lot higher than I think a lot of people do. Like I would, if I was Jacksonville, if I was Jaguars Miami, too much pride after not. I, I, no, honestly, I, I would. I, I've heard Miami teams were worried about his medical still. No, and I get that. So he's not a guy you're going to invest a lot of money into. But there is no doubt I would sign him and give him a chance to compete and and, and, and prove me wrong. Well, and, and make it for a one year deal. Yeah, a one year I would do something deal. like that before I'd pay. For Washington would be a place would make sense, right? Right now, Redskins they don't have a lot of cap space. He would make sense there. I think the Redskins are going to sign Tyrod Taylor. Makes sense. Makes sense. You can sign Tyrod and Teddy. That's what I'm saying. You can sign Teddy Bridgewater for a one-year, very economical deal. See what happens. But you're right. I'd bring in Tannehill for a one-year deal and draft a quarterback before I'm paying Nick Foles $20 million for three. I, I don't disagree Same. with you. I'm right there with you. But, I mean, the, it is a little weird that Nick Foles would exercise that option that was going to get him $20 million. Well, for one thing, he all, needs, out the all you need is two teams. He might have thought Denver was going to be the other team, and then you play him against Jacksonville sure. in some scenario. No, I, I know. All you I, need is two teams. If there's another team, there's going to be a market for him. If there's not is it about money or is it about the jersey number so you can represent the BDN? The BDN. Is there a 22 here? Is there, is is there, there an end to the show? <laughs> are, you, are you ready to get out of here? Are you having fun? He, 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 once he heard BDN a third time, he was done. BDN. Jamie's scared that we're going to get him fined. Talking yeah. about BDN. Uh, was there any other news? That was your previous comment. That Pete's still of. trying to figure it out. <laughs> Pete's Pete's still. I, I don't even hear what he says. He's mumbling over there. <laughs> There's a microphone in my face. What were you saying? You have our entire production staff staring at you right now. Let's just say that Nick is the same height as you are. <laughs> a lack of substance? Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Uh, I had something written down to talk about else in the show, but I can't think of uh. it now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like my fault that this thing I is can't off tell the rails. You, one of my favorite things in since the Super Bowl in hanging out with Ryan Wilson is every time one of us makes that noise, he laughs hysterically. <laughs> he snorts. He laughs. He hysterical. snorts. All we have to do is walk past and go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he just starts laughing. I'm just glad that you, that the, the the three of us, we should really include Brady on it. I'm just glad the three of us have a text thread now. That's how I. Spend my days enjoying my, my the text thread. Pete's like, you're coming down and you're too busy peeing your loafers. <laughs> Have an oyster roast at the Princeton compound. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like trying to pack at my house. It's like, you peeing your loafers? I'm coming down to Andy. Hello, uh, this is the Princeton household. Bobby Brinson here. We're having an oyster roast and then we're playing croquet in the backyard. <laughs> Uh, all right. Do you have yes. just one last thing? Of course, we have croquet. You, do, you really do have croquet. We've had a hundred one last things. Yeah. Is it? Did the Princeton family get in the backyard and play croquet? Uh, yes. No, we actually usually shoot guns and uh, we'll play yeah. some, play some. get our bloodhounds out there to yeah. go pick up. Oh yeah, he kills things. pigeons or shoot I don't, or whatever. Else. I don't personally kill things or shoot guns. Much. Your family goes out and shoots guns. And He's kills a bad things. shot. He doesn't hit anything. Yeah, that's, that's accurate. No, <laughs> no I asked him. He said he killed a, a bird once. I mean, I've killed. Yeah, I've killed a bunch of geese and ducks and stuff. Evil man. What? Little helpless. That dog will hunt. That dog will hunt. <laughs> I can honestly say my I've never, killed, ever My dad's killed, killed a bunch of elk, uh, tons of hunting. deer. There's like you deer, ready? There's like, we, have, we have deer heads. You killed Bambi? My, my dad did. There's a bunch of deer heads hanging in our house. What? Of course there yeah. is. Hanging? Mounted? In, in, in Robert's den. Yeah. Son, come on in. We're going to have that talk. It's that summer you got tall. <laughs> that, that, that conversation's never going to happen. Man. Goodbye. On that note, <laughs> this is the Big Six Podcast. Make sure and subscribe, rate, and review. Maybe we'll have Pete on again if this podcast continues for another day. Thanks, for everybody, for hanging out. <laughs>